This year, it's at continuing the year of the Lord, Jeroh, <laughs> I pronounce it correct, Ratzon, by the Holy Spirit. I'll explain what are these are two Hebrew words, okay, which we'll, uh, I will explain. But you can see here, that's the Holy Spirit, all right, the year of Gimel is the number three, which stands for also representing the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is very, very important in our lives, right? Because if, if He didn't come down, <laughs> we will be just normal people. We may be born again, but cannot do anything, right? Because Jesus said, I go up, I send the Holy Spirit, and that's where whatever I do, you will do. Yes, Jemima? <laughs> you go to US and do the work of the Lord there. Bring the anointing there, the Holy Spirit presence, yeah? Whatever Jesus said, how are you going to do that? Whatever he does, his church will do. And greater things. Why? Because he... And... And then... And then he goes to the Father and then do what? And then he sent Holy Spirit. <laughs> okay? Yes. He went to the Father... Because the Holy Spirit cannot come until Jesus has fulfilled his work on the cross. And after that, Jesus resurrected, go to the Father, and then only he sent the ah, Holy Spirit come. Because Jesus' mission was to go to the cross. And then he was limited by body. Okay? Because he cannot right, go everywhere. Then after that, he goes to the Father's throne, offer his blood. Okay, the final sacrifice for man's redemption. And then now, he said in the same verse or one verse later, he said, ascend the Holy Spirit. So whose spirit is that? Yeah, can you imagine? God Almighty seated in heaven throne. Spirit is where now? Oh, inside everyone, inside you also. That's why you can feel fire, Elisha. Right, inside John, inside Sarah, inside Jemima, so petite and so small. But when the fire of the Holy Spirit come out, whoo, <laughs> all the devils run, okay? So, we, have, we need the Holy Spirit, all right? And the Holy Spirit come to reveal the word, the Jesus to us more, right? To reveal the work of the Father and to execute the work, the word of the Lord. When we speak something in accordance with God's word, God's word, who does the healing? Holy Spirit. When I say, in the name of Jesus, Elisha, be healed from head to toe. And you believe it. The Holy Spirit comes. He is the executor. He is the surgeon. All right? The one who do the healing. Okay? Because in creation, that's what happened. God spoke in Genesis, right? Let there be light. And then what happened? The Holy Spirit came. So three, per three persons were there at creation. God the Father, He spoke. God the Son, the words that He spoke. And then the Holy Spirit make it happen. Right? That's why it says, when the Holy Spirit come upon you, you shall receive power. So it's the power, right? For the miracle, the power for the blessing, the power for the healing. Who does it? You need power or not for the light to come on. Yeah. So, it's like the electricity. That's why sometimes you feel like electricity. The different anointing. You feel the joy, the laughter. 
Alright, all that is for a purpose. It's a power to release something in your life. Okay, that is from the Holy Spirit. If you don't have that power, you don't have, uh, they didn't pay electricity bill. <laughs> then you have no electricity and that is power. Alright, so we have the Holy Spirit given to us the power of God. He is a person, but He comes with the power to do the miraculous, to do the spiritual things in our lives that we cannot do by our own strength. Amen? So we need the Holy Spirit. And this is a year specifically of the work of the Holy Spirit, although He will work every year, you know, but specifically this year, 5783, going to 2023. So you will see uh, the Holy Spirit and the tree. We are all uh, trees. Jesus is the tree of life, and tree represent man. All right, we are trees of righteousness. So yesterday we had a session on righteousness, right? Zadik, as well as Kuf, recap, and then to Resh, Jesus as the head. All right, so trees got fruits. So this is a very fruitful tree. <laughs> then you will later learn what is this Ratson Duwa. Okay. <clears throat> Isaiah 61. Anyone remember anything special about Isaiah 61? <laughs> yeah, this is the ministry that God gave us for beauty for ashes. It's in Isaiah 61. Okay? So, Isaiah 61, we read a little bit here. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me. Ah, just now... We sang a song, right? <laughs> Spirit of the Sovereign Lord. Okay, during worship time, we're not choosing or we're not going to sing so many new songs. So some of the songs you already sing for from day one. <laughs> so close your eyes. The words are powerful. God's word is what? I cannot see who there. <laughs> because of the laptop. Maybe you can push that thing down a bit. Ah, so I can see. Uh, <laughs> so I can see everyone, alright? So, <clears throat> when we worship, I think we have been singing that the last two, uh, the last song for how many months already, right? So, it should go inside us already, alright? No need to look at the screen anymore because worship is coming into His presence also as well, alright? Learn that words of God are active, are powerful. And when we begin to be aware of words, okay? So in our life, we have been very careless with words, right? Da, 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 da. I don't care what we say, we don't care what other people say. Just da, da, da. That's why the, your boss said, you didn't hear what I tell you to do. <laughs> I do the wrong thing, right? Because we never listen to words, okay? But when it comes to God's word, we need to be specially attentive, right? Because God's word, if we hear it, we get it, we will have the manifestation of that miracle, yeah, even as you do your confessions, Elijah, right? Be slowly look at the word, right? What is God's word saying to you? Is you're being healed from head to toe. Stop for a while, right? Meditate that the meaning of those words, right? God's word is active and powerful. It's different from the chanting of the world, right? The other other religions they chant, 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 and then they hope that something will happen. 
Okay, so ours is not chanting and there's no magic in words. Okay, it's just like the one who, uh, Paul who, who delivered or chased out the demons and then there, there was this magician there who said, wow, or he saw the people. In Jesus' name, uh, in Jesus' name, uh, all the demons come out. So he's a magician, right? Adakabra. <laughs> so he thinks that by one magic word in Jesus' name, it can demons can come out. So it is not about magic words because when he tried it, what happened? The demons attacked him. <laughs> so what is the key behind? His relationship with Jesus. Alright? So which means if you have a relationship with Jesus, then when you say in Jesus' name, it's done. It's the understanding behind the relationship behind the words that you speak. And God's word is active. It's powerful. When you declare to yourself, by his stripes, I'm healed, or I was healed, then that's healing. I love uh, to raise my hands or, you know, whatever body that we have <laughs> in the presence of the anointing because I love the anointing going through my body. And I remember, yeah, uh, a few years back when I had the stiff left hand, there are many ways God healed us. But I love the way the anointing, Holy Spirit healed through the anointing. So I shared before, right? My left hand was uh, stiff for one and a half years, almost. Stiff means really cannot move, huh? <laughs> up to here only. So when I went to church those, during those days, uh, that was maybe about six or seven or ten, eight years ago, I would just lift up my right hand. And this hand cannot go up, so I just lift it. Then one day, in my own room, after a, a, a cell group meeting in my house where I shared about Deuteronomy 28, Jesus having taken the curse, the next morning I woke up, the Holy Spirit spoke very clearly to me. I challenge you. It's just like Madeline, God talking to you, right? Yesterday you talked about God. Uh, you know, God has a timing, yeah? So you, you were sharing to the people about God, Jesus having removed all the curse of sickness, pain and everything. So now you have a stiff hand. I want you to believe me for that healing. So, stand stood in the mirror and I just prayed in tongues. And when I begin to worship the Lord or pray in tongues, yeah, by the way, when we worship, you can all worship in tongues. Okay, that is the worship in the spirit. Yeah? Because we're all spirit beings. So, then I begin to worship and remember this hand cannot go up one. So, with this hand, felt the anointing come down from heaven. That's the only way I know how to explain it. Shrub, 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 shrub. <laughs> I don't know how to, how to say the words. You know? you know, when you feel the anointing like that, go inside you. And as, as I spoke in tongues and keep on feeling the anointing on my body, I heard him say, raise your hand, raise the left hand. As I was already raising my right as normal, I begin to do this. And it suddenly can go up already. <laughs> the anointing go inside the hand. Shoop, shoop, shoop. Ah, let the anointing, the power of God. Anointing is like electricity, right? You know, sometimes the doctor treat you with all these things also. Droop, droop, right? Same. We have the droop, droop power from above to fix whatever problem inside this body, you know? So, it was droop, 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 droop until this hand can move already. But every single muscle or whatever that's wrong. I, 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 I'm not very good at biology, right? 
So, but it can move already. That's the main thing, right? <laughs> Whatever happened, whether it's muscle, ligament, it can move. Actually, I had another experience uh, also before, in the middle of the night, another one, where there was some pain in my body. You can't fully remember. And during the night, it was like my hand was getting even more painful. I, can, I, I heard crack, crack. <laughs> it was the other I really heard crack, crack. And I said, God, is it something broken now? Crack, crack, you know. Then I went to sleep, praise the Lord. And the next morning, there was some problem with this hand, uh, not this ball. It was all fixed. <laughs> Everything was fine. So you see, God can fix us. So even now, I know my hand already healed. But the thing is, I think, just to share a little bit, when, when this fall happened and I fell, uh, immediately, I think Abigail was with me. We saw my hand become very big, right? <laughs> Actually, I was so shocked also. The swelling was so scary. So why my hand suddenly like almost double size? Yeah, out of shape and double size. So, but the thing I know is, pray in tongues. And we prayed together in tongues whilst, while still on that spot. Pray, pray, pray in tongues. Then we saw the whole swelling subside, right? Yeah, right before our eyes, I saw the swelling subside. And then after a while, I felt in my heart, this one need to go see doctor. <laughs> I don't know. I know something, is, you know, it's like the hand cannot, you know, uh, normal. So, okay, go see doctor. See, so the Lord can speak to us. And the doctor uh, fixed it. At first, he said, you need, one doctor said, oh, frightening, right? The first doctor, it's very serious. Eh? You need uh, go operation. I don't know, put what metal inside. Then after that, the next one, the specialist, the, another one came and then he said, it's up to you. Okay, you, if you want uh, surgery, also can. If not, I will try and fix it for you. Just put you on sedation. So I said, I don't want surgery. And then he put it. And of course, I don't know, sedated, then put into a cast. And amazingly also, the healing was very fast. Yeah, very fast. Because the last, uh, the first appointment one week after, he he was saying that I actually fix it nicely, but it moved a little bit. Uh, that means negatively, lah, but acceptable. So he, he just said, because there's no medication, right? It's the bone dislocated. So... Ah, only painkiller and praise the Lord, I only took two. <laughs> so, so after that, two weeks later was the next appointment. I took another x-ray. And this time, the doctor said, oh, got new bones grow. <laughs> exact words, right? It was that. I can see got new bones grow. I said, what is that? <laughs> because normally they will say, okay, your bones are better now or what? Huh? He said, got new bones grow. And he sounded happy. Lah. He didn't say much, but he was very confident. And then he said, uh, next, the next appointment, two weeks' time, which is next week, I will remove the cast already. He didn't even say, see whether I can remove or not. He said, straight away, when you come, take you to go remove the cast. You know, only thing that's stiffness, okay, he told me to exercise a bit, you know. And I found that I can actually lift the hand normal already. Right? It's just uh, the strength haven't flowed in because of the uh, didn't use because of the cast. So you see, God is almighty. Yeah? He is our healer. Okay? When, and the, throughout the, the, the few weeks also, I speak God's word to my hand. I, I meditate and still confess God's word of healing, of bones, everything. Right? Plus, of course, taking some uh, good uh, things for the for body. So, 
the main thing is we turn to God first. Yeah, He is our God. In any situation, in our physical life here, we always used to turn to those who solve those physical problems. Doctor supposed to be for medical. It's not saying don't go doctor. Remember, I said again, first go to God. God will tell you what to do. Exactly like Madeline, right? And if you need to, you obey Him, you change it, praise the Lord. Yeah? So, whatever area, turn to God's word. If there's a lack, turn to God's word. What did God say about lack? About money? Ah, then follow what God said, right? So, the most important is be able to hear the Holy Spirit. Yeah, through the word, and we have to be reading more the word, the word. Yeah, to become, have a fellowship with him, an encounter with him. Okay, not to learn about God, but we are here to know him, to know God, because there are great and mighty things that God has for each one of you in your blessing, your life, as well as for you to do for him. Okay, so this is what the ministry of Jesus of Isaiah, where he prophesied about the Spirit of God, yeah, which we also heard in the song today. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me. Okay, So if you have Spirit of God, a powerful Spirit, you can heal more, very soon. All right, everyone here will be healed of whatever physical problem. <laughs> There's no one feeble. In the press, in the in the family of God, yeah. As we begin to go to Him as our specialist, yeah. So it is the Spirit of God that has anointed me to proclaim to do what. So the anointing is for what? <laughs> At the same time, is to heal us if there's something wrong with our body, right? But the main anointing is to proclaim the good news. So as a who is the guy who said, right? We have bonke, yeah? And remember or not? What's the anointing for, Elijah? <laughs> the anointing, is it? The story of, I like Madeline, she can remember the stories that I tell. <laughs> the story of the marathon runner. Right? He is very powerful. Oh, those of you who, who are in athletes and sports, okay, probably the fastest man on this on this earth. You all know anyone? <laughs> Currently, okay, so there must be someone, right, who can run the fastest. Okay, that means he got a lot of power, right? Huh? Wow, Usain Bolt mm. from which country? <laughs> Jamaican, wow. So this guy, Hussein Bolt, can run faster than any other person. That means he's got a lot of physical power, right? Got power. But you saw his, his power only while he's on the? Yes. On the track, while he is running. While he is sitting on the couch, like Madeline. <laughs> can you see his power? When he go back home and he sit down on the couch, and read his newspaper or go to Facebook. <laughs> Can you see any power? Yeah, you cannot see the power, right? So the power of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, when when Jesus said, when the Holy Spirit come upon you, you shall receive power to sit on the couch. <laughs> no, right? Power to be my weakness. And your weakness where? Outside. 
Alright, of course, in your homes or what, right? Outside, outside to be at work. In Jerusalem, your home place. Where else? Samaria, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. The ends of the earth. So, that is the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, today, we're going to, every time, be filled more and more with the Holy Spirit power inside us to be a witness. There is a job to do. Okay, so if you receive a lot of anointing and you sit on the couch from Monday to Saturday, <laughs> the power is not released. It's still there, but it's just there. Not used at all. It's just like you have electricity, but you are living in darkness. <laughs> okay, you didn't on the electricity. You didn't on the switch. Save energy. <laughs> huh? Okay. That is in the. <laughs> you don't need to save the electricity. Ah, uh, that is also sometimes our lack mentality also, right? Everything we need to save, save, save. Okay, but not saying be, be over this one. But sometimes we need to uh, come out of that mentality because our God can supply electricity. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when we what we are uh, learning is to be to coming to know Him, who this God is in this physical life. All right. That we have been so used to uh, fear, lack, and all that. Okay. So coming to know Him, this God has no lack. Even if you forgot to pay your bill, right? If there's an emergency, you need the He can provide electricity. Electricity. You believe or not? Yeah. So it's whether we believe or not. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> so, use the power that's inside you. Alright, if you don't use, if uh, Elijah didn't on the switch, got power there, but didn't on, we will all be darkness. Now, ca cannot zoom. I cannot see you all. Right? So, there's a power inside everyone. The spirit of the Lord, sovereign God, the imagine God's power on you. So now, go and you see, wherever you are, okay? Pray even on the phone, pray for people, as long as people can hear the word, okay? Go use it. Yeah. Jemima is going to use a lot. She's going to US to Janice there, okay? They need the physical, uh, the anointing. You have a lot, go there, lay hands on them. Save some souls and anoint them, okay? With the power of the Holy Spirit. To proclaim good news to the poor, this is our mission, which is Jesus' mission. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. So this job, which is done by the Holy Spirit, but true, this is Jesus. Is it only for Jesus? <laughs> for everyone of his children, right? So who are his children? <laughs> yeah, so are we doing this? Proclaiming good news to the poor? Poor can be poor in spirit, right? That means they, have, they feel so poor. They, they don't realize they have a rich God, they have a good God, a good father. Bind up the brokenhearted. Today we're happy to understand more, although it's not very difficult to understand. <laughs> to proclaim freedom for the captives. Just now, Rebecca said one, one word there. 
while sharing the communion? Anyone remember? Do you remember? <laughs> what do you say? He purchased our freedom. Yeah, all of a sudden she said that word, right? He purchased our freedom. Then they share a little bit more. Why that word came out is also the message for today, all right? For the captives. So have you gone and proclaimed any freedom for any captive? Okay, who are these captives? Oh, are you still the captive? Really? <laughs> and release from darkness for the prisoners. So this is what, after we have experienced this from the Lord and the Holy Spirit, then we go out and do all this for others in the name of our Lord, by the Spirit of our God. Amen? And Madeline can do that powerfully. Right? She has a great weakness of the, the testimony of God in her life, right? Yeah, everyone has. Okay, anointed. Just to have a little bit more understanding so that we will move from the couch to the door to the road. <laughs> okay. Anointed, all right, is masha. Okay. It means to smear, anoint, spread a liquid or consecrate or to rub with oil. All right. So oil, what is what does oil do? Check that in some of the Holy Spirit power piece. All right, the anointing. So that's why you need to use it. If you don't use it, you also forget it. <laughs> forget the teaching because you never practice. So if you practice, you act upon the word. See, Madeline act upon the word. She can remember the specialist story. <laughs> and when she act upon that word, she told God. But God, then she has a conversation with God based on what she heard. Yeah? And turn to the Lord in whatever situation. So whatever you hear, teaching or whatever, remember to act upon it. Because if not, 10 days later, 3 months later, Oh, get <laughs> because you didn't act, right? You didn't do, so of course you will forget. That means the word is only stored in the mentally up here. But when you quickly act upon it, ah, then you will always remember that word because there will be manifestation, right? God will do something according to that word. So the anointing is rubbed with oil, so that the where why you need to rub things with oil. Why do you put oil on things? Oh. <laughs> okay, this one has a beauty aspect. <laughs> but the, the main aspect, alright, of oil, okay, or, uh, is what? The thing start already, crank, ah, already rusty. <laughs> huh? Ah, yes, the padlock cannot move already. So, the people of God all start already rusty. <laughs> ah, stiff already, right? Every day just go to church. Say, oh, the couch cannot get up from the couch also. <laughs> Half finished already our service. Ah, yeah, to get up already. Rusty already, right? All the bones, all the parts of the body, everything is dormant. Sleeping mode. Ah, too many years go church, come back church, go year church, come back church, become rusty. So need what? Oil. Oil. Ah, put the oil, right? Yeah, put the oil, okay? No more rusty, ah. Put the oil, okay? When the oil comes, wow, rub already, what happened? Can work already. Now this piece of machinery, <laughs> this piece of new creation, which suddenly became an old creation, <laughs> right? Now come back to become new creation, can move already, can get up and go and proclaim the gospel. 
can go lay hand on people already. If not earlier, no oil, <laughs> cannot move. <laughs> stuck, right? Stuck to the chair. Huh? Ah. Oh, no oil. <laughs> okay. Oh, now I've got oil already. That's what uh, Elisha was sharing to us. Yeah. So even in the natural, you rub oil, okay? But what more in the spiritual, right? So where is the oil? Oil is the Holy Spirit, right? You anoint, you rub. So when, the, when you come, ministry or on your own, every day, Holy Spirit, fill me. Lift up your hands, lift up your body, get up and praise the Lord and the now I think this cast is moving by itself. I think, <laughs> yeah, because I feel as if uh, it can move on. I think I must have slimmed down. <laughs> so, so you can move, right? Every part of the body, come, let the oil fill you, rub on you. Let the anointing keep on rubbing on you, right? So you won't be stiff, both in the physical and in the spiritual. It's like a liquid, okay? That is, and then you need oil also to move. Remember the patrol? Ah, also the same understanding. The car cannot move without oil. <laughs> so and see why people are not moving, right? Yeah. So we need the Holy Spirit. We need more and more anointing and the oil. And then when you realize it, yeah, and, but some got a lot already, then become a bottle of oil. <laughs> but never use one. Okay, still need to let the oil pour out, all right, as we go out. Or even the word came, very interesting. Okay, so proclaim good news. So now you got oil already, everyone got oil. <laughs> okay, let it overflow, all right, pour out. Okay, then you will start to get up from the couch. Yes, Elijah. <laughs> All men dream dreams, but don't sleep all the time. Okay. Get out, yeah. Let the anointing come forth. You receive anointing, okay? Go out. Proclaim good news. All right. Basa is the Hebrew word. Okay. God inside us. To bear news. We are bearers of good news. When they see you when they at the airport, uh Jemima, yeah, you are bearing good news like Santa Claus just now came. <laughs> And gave us all the delicious biscuits from JB. Yeah, all the love that he has. Thank you so so much. You know, for for queuing. You know, to think of us to bring us those biscuits. Yeah. So you are a bearer of good news. When everybody see Elisha. Everybody think of biscuit. <laughs> yeah, he will come with good news. Yeah, I managed to buy those things. I queued up for two days. Praise the Lord. It's a bearer of good news, right? And then Jemima, when you go to airport, reach there, wow, you, they see you, already happy, but you are going to give them more good news. Not bad news, right? Yeah, the world give you bad news. You see somebody, oh yeah. Why you don't like? Because the person always come and tell you all the bad news. But someone who will give good news, like all your testimonies this morning, right? You are a bearer of good news, a witness of Jesus Christ. When you go back, you will tell people, Jesus, give me fire. He anoint me. Right, and they sealed me. So these are good news about who Jesus is. So you will bear good news to those, your sister, family there in US. Amen? You are bearer of good news. So bearer, that means you will gladden their heart. First thing he will share, Hallelujah! <laughs> I'm here already. Praise the Lord. Right? The children of God are no more seeing all the bad things of this world anymore. Right? They see only 
God's word, what God say, all the good things that He wants to do for us. Okay? To announce salvation, you are like an announcer. So use your mouth, open your mouth. You <laughs> remember the pay? Okay? No, no, not only Abigail announced for us what is going to, you know, the, the, the events during the week, right? We are, our mouth is used to announce the salvation of God. Yeah? Speak out, speak out to others to hear that Jesus saves, that Jesus loves, that Jesus heals. Amen? Yeah. <clears throat> he provides, okay? Preaching to be fresh and full, a messenger, okay? Remember how to widen the mouth? <laughs> okay, send. He has sent me, all right? God has sent you to do what? Send is shalak, shin. It's the next letter we are going to learn next Saturday, right? To, to stretch you, send you out. Anybody send you in one? <laughs> You're, you're sitting in the in your office and then the boss said, come Ruth, I send you into the toilet <laughs> to do this job. No, right? You don't go deeper into the house. You go out of the house, right? To do something, okay? To achieve something for your boss, okay? So we are sent out to shoot forth, to reach forth, to shoot forth, in or out? Out. <laughs> go out, huh? Elijah. <laughs> Out, yeah. It is. It's your master saying, all right. But it's with the spirit of the Lord. We have no fear when we go out, right? To sow, to spread, even sowing. It says, if you can sow further, then you have a bigger harvest, right? If you are a farmer, you only sow within this your pot, only. So you have only a pot, <laughs> yeah. But you go to the land, yeah. God's going to give you bigger lands. Then you sow a bigger space to spread out. Sow, okay. He sent us out, okay? On the evening of the first day, that's Jesus, the disciples were together while the doors locked. Jesus came for fear of Jewish leaders. Jesus came and stood among them. Peace be with you. He showed them his hands and sight. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. This is after his resurrection. And again, Jesus said, peace be with you. Ah, so you all don't want to meet Jesus after he resurrected. <laughs> because it's not I tell you go out, right? <laughs> After Jesus resur uh, uh, resurrected from the dead, that he met the disciples, what he said to them? As the Father, peace first, shalom, that means wholeness, healing, every part of you, to your mind, to your body, deliverance, okay, blessing, and then I am sending you. How many do you want to see Jesus already? <laughs> if he tell you, I'm going to send you, then you say, Ayah, not me, lah. send, send Elijah, send Elisha. Lah. No, right? We all want to see Jesus and we all love his words because he said, I'm sending you, that means sending you in or out? Out. out yeah. And he also gives you the power, right? Like he's giving you the Holy Spirit. Okay? And then, you see? Yeah. After that, he breathed on them. Receive the Holy Spirit. So, sending us out is together with the Holy Spirit. Okay? It's not on our own. Proclaim is the coup there. Alright? You can see. Quara. Alright? It means to call out, to proclaim, to utter a loud sound, to read aloud. Yeah? When you read God's word, read aloud. Hmm? Even to oneself. That's to proclaim. 
of course, proclaim the good news, right? First to ourselves, not every day to ourselves all the time, out to other people. Spread the good news. Have you heard this term before? Ah, right. Evangelical churches always say, and it's very good. You'll find that traditional churches are very evangelistic oriented, which is good. Even if they don't have baptism of the Holy Spirit, they always say, go spread the gospel. That's why you have missionaries come from U.S. side to come over to our side. Otherwise, none of us would be saved, right? Yeah, they spread the gospel. We don't want to keep the gospel. <laughs> I have to say opposite. Otherwise, it doesn't, the brain doesn't register. Okay? Because these are words you hear all the time. So to speak opposite so that we can register. All right? So Jesus said, spread the gospel. Spread, go out. Okay, call out, proclaim, not keep the gospel. I am safe. I'm going to heaven. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> okay, so at the end, when you go to heaven, only you. <laughs> right? But we want many others to be there as well. Okay? With you. Call to give a name to, commission to appoint. Paul, he was named, was chosen. Anyone here not chosen? God, uh, <laughs> all are chosen, right? So don't have this feeling. I think God didn't choose me. Uh, I'm not so talented. I don't know what to say. Uh. Abigail, very good. Uh, she can talk a lot. <laughs> right? Who said that, actually? Moses also said, right? When the time God dealt with his life after 40 years, he humbled himself because he was an eloquent person. That's why he has to, uh, God has to bring him to a place where he realized his own talent can, cannot do anything. Right? He needs to be humble. So that's why at the end, when God said, I can, I'm going to send you out to deliver the children of Israel, uh, was Moses sent out? He said what? I cannot. Okay, But it's, you all not just sent out, not just 40 years, already said, I cannot. <laughs> okay, So you can, all right? because he sent Holy Spirit upon you. All right? Everyone can are chosen. There's no one God didn't choose. Okay? It's only our response. Okay, call out or properly address by name. We all got name. God give you all new names some more. <laughs> so the new name has a new destiny, has a new purpose. Amen? God is doing transform your life to match that name, to reflect that name that he gave you and to walk in the purpose of God, in the power of God. Yes, Jemima? <laughs> okay, so this is the word. In the title of today's message, Liberty. All right, the Lord's Diror, which is a Dalet, a Rash, a Waf, and another Rash. Right? We just learned Rash yesterday. Anyone can remember what's Rash? <laughs> okay. That's uh, uh, one word, hate. Lah. Okay, good. So, it's a Liberty. Okay? Diror is liberty or freedom. Freedom means free flow. Free flow. Okay? Free run. <laughs> run freely. Many walk also cannot walk freely. <laughs> okay? But you are able to run. Run in the spirit. Alright? Run with the Lord freely. That means no more obstacles. Okay, how? Okay? Where are the obstacles? Rapidly. Okay? There is a spontaneity. There is a freedom. We will go through more. To proclaim liberty. That means there are people who are not free. 
but you will see what the meaning of that. Okay, Hebrew word deror, you can see this more clearly. Fate of Dale, which is our physical realm, the physical man, all right, or the door to Jesus. Okay, the Hebrew word deror comes from this one. This legal term uh, that is a legal term in that language, Andura, Daru, was usually used when a new king assumed power and then declared forgiveness of debts and the release of slaves from their masters. So this word deror is a legal term. You understand legal term? Legal term means that it is legal and will follow according to it. So there is no like, like when God forgives your sins, it's done legally. If the, you go to the court and they said, uh, after all the, the, the um, trial, trials and everything, you were accused of murder, but then you were acquitted because there was no proof, no evidence that you killed it. Then you were set free. So is that illegal or not legal? Legal. That means after that, when the court set you free legally, no one can now take you and put you back inside the prison. Correct? So that is called legal. Okay? Follow the law. So we follow the law of God. So when God set us free, the devil cannot say, you are still sick. You are still in your sin. Because legally, Jesus has already done that. Healed you. Forgave your sins. Okay? So that is called legal. That's why you have you need uh, when the, the word of God is very legal but not legalistic. You understand? <laughs> so you can claim. That's why you call claim those promises because they are legal. The devil have to acknowledge it because Jesus is your advocate and he is also your substitute. Okay? That means he died for you in your place, took the punishment, and also therefore when you stand before God and the devil accuse you. Of your sin that you, you are so sinful that's why you are sick uh, then how jesus come in front of you before the father god and said yes he was sinful he was uh, he was sick but i have already taken elijah's sin and i've already taken the punishment for that sin and i've taken the punishment for that sickness so he is now free from that sin free from sickness he becomes your lawyer isn't the lawyer the one talk on your behalf yeah, but only thing, our lawyer not only talked on our behalf, right? He acted on our behalf, okay? So legally, this deror, all right, is not only forgiveness of sins, it's a time in the Hebrew uh, culture, life, that there is a jubilee, a year of jubilee, okay, of freedom, where their debts are forgiven. Debts are forgiven means that the, they don't need to pay back, okay? That is after every 50 years. The release of slaves from their master. So in the Jewish uh, people, they have slaves, okay? Where they owned by the master. The master bought, so uh, Elisha bought Ruth. <laughs> Ruth became a slave, all right? But she only need to work for 50, <laughs> a number of years, okay? But 50 years is a must that everyone, the year of Jubilee, according to their you don't care what year you were bought, right? But on the 50th Jubilee year of the Jewish calendar, all the masters have to release their slaves. So you will be free. So even if you, let's say, today he buy you, you become a slave. But tomorrow is a year of Jubilee. 
you will be set free. Okay, this is the culture of the, the Jewish culture. They follow the year. That's why in these few years, it's according to the Hebrew calendar, it's going to also coincide with the year of Jubilee. All right. <clears throat> so there will be a release of forgiveness of debts, release of debts, and release of slaves from their master. So this is what's going to happen in the year of Giror. And the Lord said that this year will be a year of Giror Razon. So there will be freedom. And also, Jesus said that is the ministry, all right, that he came to do, to release us from our evil masters or from slavery and debt. Okay, Giraud carries the idea of being released, especially from the release from bondage to debt. Isn't it good? In this world, we got a lot of debt, right? But the Lord is supernaturally can release us from that bondage to debt. And one of the ways is what? Blessing you more than enough so we can pay off all the debt. Yeah? Which in many ways is the most stressful kind of bondage. It's true, right? So in this word, diror, so that is the divarim, the word of God, which is the door. So how to have this freedom, this diror or liberty, through the word. The word of God is the door with the sun, the dalet, right? The dalet is the door. Jesus is the door to our salvation. To our salvation includes freedom from sickness, freedom from death, freedom from whatever is in this world. I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved, shall go in and go out and find pasture. So one of the aspects of liberty is that you can run freely. You can go in and go out. Isn't it? You are free to move around. Okay? Now let's see more deeper meaning. The opening of the prison. Opening, so the, the, another part of the ministry to proclaim what? Opening of the prison. Is it only for people in prison? Okay, opening of what? The opening is the spiritual. Uh, you have this word. Anyone remember this letter? Okay. Okay. Cool. Alright, so it is opening of eyes wide. That is the jail, the prison is jail. Not, uh, if, if the ministry is a physical one, then the population of the world, everyone is a prisoner in jail, right? But is everybody a prisoner in jail? No, so what kind of ministry is this? It's a prisoner of the spiritual eyes closed. <laughs> Cannot see. Now remember, all the teaching is about the Bible. Jesus said, I come to show you the kingdom of God. Okay, We are all so limited and so clustered, cluttered into this physical realm of five senses. We don't even know we are a prisoner. Okay, so the spiritual eyes, God send Jesus to open spiritual eyes. Okay? To tell them, yeah, you cannot see. Can you see the kingdom of God? So, where? <laughs> Can you see God? Where? <laughs> can you see God is your father? Where? Right? I know my father. I can see. But I cannot see God. So, opening the spiritual eyes. That's where we learn about spirit, soul, and body. Yeah? To see 
to come out from prison. So there must be a spiritual prison that people on this earth are living in. So when you go and save souls, right, the doctor saved your physical body, but Jesus saved both the spirit and body. Okay, first the spirit, because eventually this body will die at a certain age. Okay, but your spirit is the one who lives forever, right? So there is a spiritual realm, right? If you have God have Jesus, then you go to hell. If you have Jesus, you go to where God is, heaven. But on this earth, to open our spiritual eyes, which are like a prison, our the physical eyes, the five senses, keep man like a prison, inside a physical prison. Okay? A prison, a place of condition of bondage or confinement. Prisoners, those in such a condition of bondage or, con or confinement. Penjara. <laughs> okay? To open the blind eyes, to bring out the prisoners. Isaiah 42. Open blind eyes. How many of you got blind eyes? All our eyes can see. See, the Bible, why a lot of Christians read and then go to sleep? Because it's about spiritual. If the Bible has been your vitamin to go to sleep, <laughs> very clear, you are in a spiritual prison. Yeah? Because the only the word of God is meant to talk to our spirit. Yeah, our spirit. Then only you can see today, Jemima can see that she is no more afraid of demons anymore. And they were very real, right? At one point in your life. Yeah? But now your spiritual eyes are more real open already to see that Jesus is greater than the devils and all those evil spirits, right? But people cannot see, right? Others who do not see the word of God cannot see the reality. So blind eyes, a lot of people are spiritually blind. So if we are still spiritually blind, how are we going to <laughs> help the others who are spiritually blind to see? So we need to have our eyes open. That's why we learn the ayin. We are learning God's word so that we can see spiritual things. And where, how to see spiritual things? Spiritual things are all described from, from where? God's word. Yeah, only God's word tell us about spiritual things, spiritual ways of God, about the spirit realm. You go find other, other one, they will have some of God, got the spirit realm, but the demonic side. Hmm? So we want God's side. So if our mission is to go and open blind eyes, don't you think that we need to open our eyes first? <laughs> okay? Yeah. If your eyes not open, then you go and share somebody with the gospel, then you say, oh, Jesus heal you. Then they say, how? You know, I'm still so sick. And then you agree. Yeah, I think you're very sick. Uh. <laughs> you know, I can see you also as sick. Uh. So how to open their eyes if our eyes are also not open? Yeah? So we come before God to have our eyes. We learn the word of God, our sessions, teaching, all that. It's for our spiritual eyes to open. The first thing Jesus did for us is to open our eyes. And many open already, then close back. <laughs> okay. okay, first thing, oh, okay, I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. After that, I never learned the word of God, from, not from the head, right? And then close back. And now they walk as if we are blind. Alright, and then we need opening up eyes <laughs> again. Okay, but God is still so good, right? Still keep on opening eyes. That's why in Ephesians 1, 16, 17, what did Paul pray for the church? It's like praying for a blind people like that. Isn't it Paul saying that God of glory, Father of my Lord Jesus Christ, please 
open the eyes of their understanding. And then all of them actually got all, all the eyes open, mama, physical. And then some are some are very high, high educated people also. So if what, I, what is Paul talking about? The spiritual side. Spiritual side. When you hear the word of God, get revelation. Revelation means reveal, open. The other word is conceal, close. Opposite of close is open. So when we hear God's word, it's meant to open our spiritual eyes, right? So some in areas of seeing vision, some that the part open already, you can see visions. But most there are other parts to see who you are in Christ. You are no more unworthy. You are no more anything else. <laughs> you don't need to compare with one another. You are secure, no more insecure. You know, an insecure person. It's one who always compare. I'm not good enough. That one better. You know, right? That is the insecure. But today we are new creation. We are in Christ. We have confidence. You remember that confidence? We don't need the Mercedes to give us confidence. But if God gives you Mercedes, so good. But you don't need anything of this world to give you confidence because Jesus become your confidence. That statement is a revelation. Okay? That you can go out, ride bicycle also, you're very confident. Okay, so your account may be only 1,000, but you are confident. I am rich because he was made poor. Has that revelation come into our spirit? Or we are still, I'm rich if I got 100,000. I'm poor if I only got 500. That means we are still in the blindness. We still cannot see the spiritual realm, right? And they say, I cannot give because I only have this amount. Still in the, spirit, in the blindness. Whereas God said, you, you have access to the bank of heaven. Yeah, when you tithe, when you offer, anytime you say, Lord, I need this money, God will somehow bring it to you. You never imagine the way God can bring it to you, right? He can. You know, when I pray for you all and say, Lord, as they tithe, they offer, they honor you. I don't know how you're going to bless them, but you bless them because I've seen his goodness and I know and I believe his word. And sure enough, God will do different things in each person's life. If that person dare to act upon his word. Yeah? So the prison is a place of confinement, of bondage. They are in that condition. So prisoner of the mind, right? Our whole thinking, I'm poor. That's a prison. You cannot run freely. You cannot do the things that you want to do. You, in your heart, you have a spirit, right? Born again. So the spirit says, I want to give. I want to tithe. Then you have the prison of the mind. <laughs> the mind says, you think you can tithe, man? <laughs> 10%, you know. And then a lot, ah, right? Then especially when it grows, it becomes bigger and bigger. Then you can give, man? Then next, next week, how? No food to eat. See? You cannot run freely anymore. That is called prisoner. So many are still prisoners. When God may say something, you cannot do. Because you are still fearful, you are still like a prisoner. But when you are free, you can do what the Holy Spirit says. Right? Even to the extent that God can <laughs> have you give you the experience of uh, like uh, you know, testing. And then after you obey Him, you can change it around. Yeah? So that is going, through, going more and more into encountering Jesus, all right? The freedom is 
you can do anything ever God tell you without this prison here. No, cannot. Right? Whether in area of finances or healing, it's the same. Bible says, I'm healed. Then the prison, <laughs> that you are behind the prison, the thought says, not yet healed, ah. not yet take out the cast. <laughs> no, I believe I'm healed. Okay, but if the cast needs to be there, it's temporary only. Right? So, if the doctor said you need this, I like what? Uh, the, uh, you, you only you need this uh, medication for now, temporary. Because permanent one is, I'm already healed. And I believe that the healing will manifest and the doctor one day will say no need to take any more medication. Can you believe that, Elisha? Yes, start believing that because that is what God said. And I was listening to one point that uh, John G. Lake, uh, a man of God who moved in divine healing. Is it John G. Lake? I few of them. Then he said, if God heals in many ways, sometimes it's instant. Okay, that means immediately pray, immediately you see the manifestation. But sometimes it is continuous wait, you know, wait for a certain time. That means you say, if the person not healed, pray again, pray again, because ultimately he will be healed. All right, so don't give up. Oh yeah, this person cannot heal, I give up. No, right, Jesus said they will recover. So there are some that will take some time, some instant, well, the healer is God. Our part is to continue to pray. If there's some sickness in somebody's body, we keep on praying. It doesn't mean if you keep on praying, you have no faith. Okay? The one who heals is God. Our part, we keep on praying for that person. We keep on praying, 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 and keep on believing that Jesus already set them free from that sickness. So there are a lot of prisoners, prison thoughts, where running in the mind. That's why yesterday I talked about the renewing of the mind as well. Right? Build our spirit man, at the same time, our mind is renewed so that we can run and move freely. Otherwise, you always have your spirit man want to do something. Then your mind say, ah-ah, <laughs> cannot. The mind always say, cannot. Right? But the spirit say, God say, cannot. Then the mind say, cannot. <laughs> so then, in the end, we never do. Oh, we never receive the healing because the mind said, nope, you're not healed. Doctor said, not yet. You know, the, the word of God said, I'm healed already by his stripes. So what happened? He's still a prisoner there. And then Jesus said, I come to set the prisoners free. So to change our thinking, to set us free from all those wrong thinking from the world. So today you're going to think correct, think straight already. Right? That, yes, Jesus has set me free. Not yet manifested the healing, but it will manifest. And I'll keep declaring that by his stripes, I was healed. And then, because our mouth is meant to speak God's word and create, right? So we stop speaking the negative or the things that are not in accordance with God's word. Because the, we give power to those words. When we say, I'm sick, I'm sick, then we will give power to that word to be, keep on manifesting, all right? So let us not stay behind the bars anymore. The bars are all the strongholds. Really? Can you break through the bar physically? That's why they put the prisoner behind the bar, right? <laughs> Cannot, they got no strength to break through. But with the Holy Spirit, the anointing, you rub the oil, can break through. <laughs> okay? So 
breakthrough with the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. Seeing what the prison is, we can certainly appreciate who the prisoners are. The whole human family, all in Adam die, death has passed on all. When we go out and proclaim the gospel, share to people, you need to see the correct picture in the spirit realm. You say, wow, this one looks so okay, uh, so successful in life, uh, no sickness, no lack, no... Uh, yeah, no need to share the gospel. Uh. <laughs> Until we see the spiritual realm, that this person may be rich, may be healthy, but they are a prisoner in the spirit, right? Prisoner of the lies of the devil. And you have to bring forth the truth. Okay, so all, all are dead. Now, so you need to see the spiritual realm. It's not very hard to go do ministry. Because you see the person, when Jesus, the word of God says all are dead, do we feel anything? We are still alive, ma. <laughs> if you are in the physical realm, you feel you are alive, and you see the person also alive. Never mind, la, next time, la, let Abigail go and share. La. <laughs> because now, you look very alive, but the spiritual realm, God's word say they are all dead. All, the whole human family on earth in Adam died. Death has passed on all. This must awaken in our hearts. If not, it's very hard for you to get out of the couch and, and go and preach the gospel. Okay? Because you see in the physical realm, okay, ma, they are still alive, ma. Right? Until you open the spirit eyes to see that there are dead people walking around. Right? And the Holy Spirit put that compassion of Jesus to go and bring life to these dead people. And we were once dead, but someone shared the gospel with you. Someone saw that you, Jemima, was dead in the spirit and gave you the word of life. That's where you became alive. Not when you are just physically alive. Right? Physically alive, but spiritually dead. Okay? Then you have the prison keeper. The great deliverer is the one. Prison keeper is the devil. All right, make sure you keep on. <laughs> keep on, stay inside the prison. All right, in the prison of your mind, the thoughts. Okay, in there, that's the devil. Doesn't want. That's why sometimes uh, I heard this before. Right, it's okay. Someone receives a lot as long as they don't go for spirit man development. <laughs> Why? Because they don't know. As long as you receive a lot, open eyes, then close back eyes, right? Don't go to study the word of God. Don't grow your spirit, man. Don't renew the mind. Don't understand who you are. Don't grow, don't mature. They are useless for God. Yeah, they cannot do anything because they are still ignorant of the spiritual realm of what Jesus has already done. When one is ignorant, how are you going to open others' eyes, right? But then, uh, all of you have chosen not to be ignorant anymore, right? You come for development of hidden man of the heart. You come to listen to God's word. You come all the way from JB. Is it JB? <laughs> okay, Klon, right? Because you want to eyes, spiritual eyes more open, right? And then, there's a purpose for you that God called you Elijah, right? To go forth and proclaim liberty to the captives, to the blind, everyone. If you make that choice, that's why you are learning. So that your spiritual eyes is not learning to get bigger head. Eh? <laughs> so that you can quote scriptures. No, it's so that your spiritual eyes will come out from that prison of darkness and blindness and you can see the spiritual realm, the truth. Right? And then you can go and set others free. 
from prison. If you don't realize they're in prison, they don't even realize we were in prison before, right? Because we were all five senses led people. <laughs> but Jesus see us as prison, prisoners. All right? That means this is how we are to see the world, the people who are lost. May that Holy Spirit help us to open our eyes to see that. Then the great deliverer is Jesus, proclaiming liberty, the raw, to the captives. Many people, if you tell them that, you know, of course we don't tell them that. You know, you are a prisoner of sin. Then they say, what are you talking about? <laughs> I never went to prison before. Lah. So we don't, don't talk this term. Right? It's a spiritual term for us to understand. And that's where we reach out to others. Okay? You don't go tell your sister, you're a prisoner <laughs> of sin. They won't understand, right? But you know it now, spiritually, what is the meaning of prisoner? And Jesus came to set us, come out from prison. Right? Prisoners cannot come out. They are stuck there. But Jesus, the great deliverer, can open the prison door. So, a little bit understanding about death and life again. All right? Christianity is not just right and wrong or wrong. When you are righteous, you will do the right thing. So the main thing is to understand the righteousness. But it's all about, in this world, about life and death. So what is death? The death state is a condition properly pictured by a prison. So how many of you have been to prison? Not been, been to the prison. Uh, seen a prison, or at least see on on the YouTube or whatever, right? In a movie, if you have not been to a real prison. It is like that, which of course represent bondage or restraint of our life rights and privileges. A prisoner got rights and privileges? Huh? <laughs> okay, here's a joke by Abigail. <laughs> she said Najib only got the rights. <laughs> okay, but generally... No, right? Most prisoners don't have rights and privileges. So what are we talking about? That's in the physical realm. Why we learn that in Christ, we got rights and privileges. That's the spiritual realm. So when we don't understand our rights and privileges in Christ, we are just like a prisoner. Yeah? Right? So you have your rights. What's your rights and your privileges? You can access and come to God for mercy and grace. That's your right. Yeah, you have a right to healing. But the prisoner don't know. See? If you read the Bible, there's so many instances of God saying that, you know, you, you have every right to your healing because we are sons of God, sons and daughters of God. So learning our life, our rights and privileges and not knowing them in Christ, not knowing them is like, a bondage and a restraint of life. When you didn't know that you are good enough in God's sight, you are God's beloved, you have a restraint in your life. You, you dare not hold your head high when you walk outside. You're scared what people think of you. Ah, yeah, I got no education or very low education, no PhD, no whatever. And therefore, you have inferiority complex. It's a prisoner like that. The prisoner live inferior, live behind the bars of inferiority, of condemnation, of guilt, of shame. So a believer still live under inferiority, guilt, shame, condemnation, same as prisoner or not? Same. 
That means you don't know your rights. They don't have any more rights. But today, when we know the truth, you have a right to walk out of in condemnation of inferiority, but don't become superiority as well. Okay? In between, all right? Humble ourselves, right? Don't, uh, Philippians says, Paul says what? Don't think too high of yourself, neither think too low of ourselves. Just think what God says about you. All right? Not too high, not too low. Okay? So, if we don't know our rights and privileges in Christ, we are exactly in a state of death. The prisoner is in that state. That's why they got no hope. And then the Christian also said, hmm, I'm also not very sure. Lah. The future is how. <laughs> All right, but we have hope. How, are you sure of your future or not, Ruth? Why? Where? Which verse? <laughs> So many, right? But there's one particular verse. Jeremiah 29, 11. What does that say? Yeah. So that is the opening of the, the prison, right? Where the world out there scared of their future. Scared of your future? Hmm. But they are scared. You are not scared, really, Jeremiah, because you have Jeremiah 9, 29, 11, that says God's thoughts towards us are good to give us a hope and a future. And then you rest in that. That's why if you don't meditate on God's word, today you hear, tomorrow you <laughs> forget. And then you lose your rights. The Bible, the promises of God are your rights and privileges. And they are legal rights some more. Okay, because Jesus paid for it, for the price with his blood. Legally, you can now access those rights for a wonderful future, a healthy life, a blessed family, blessed children, and so forth. But if we don't meditate and take this word, which are your rights, then we become like in a state of death. Death is not just physical death. Death means you go to office, you live your life, I, I don't know lah, tomorrow how. <laughs> then your face is longer than the papaya or what. <laughs> okay, so that is death. Alright, but you go, you are a believer, you go, whoa, my future is bright. If your future is not bright, then you need my Jesus. <laughs> okay, correct or not? Yeah, because it's only in Christ that we have been given a special right. You can come out of prison now. Right? That you're not going to die of sickness. No one is going to die of sickness. Okay? You know how the men and great men and women of God died, those men of faith. They come a time, they finish their uh, purpose on this earth, preach the gospel, save souls and all that. And then God says, it's time. They just stop breathing and they go. That's why I like E.W. Camion and uh, who, who else? Smith Wigglesworth, like that. So the doctor cannot... Uh, they, they cannot say what, what to say this person just so they put their heart attack <laughs> normally because that's how medical science, right? So that's how we all die. You won't die of sickness. You won't die of cancer. Amen? Yeah, because cancer is a name that is under the name of Jesus. Right? Jesus' name is higher, it's settled that you won't die of heart attack or anything. Yeah, if the time is up, either if rapture, Jesus don't come for us, you go when you have finished your work. Don't go before you finish your work. <laughs> And then, or before you do any work, <laughs> right? Because there are crowns and rewards up there, all right, for us. So when we finish our work, Paul said, 
he, he determined his time of death. A very interesting point about Paul, which I discovered many years ago. Right? He said, I finished my course. I've run the race. Remember, you can run. And now I'm ready to go. Same like Smith Wigglesworth and all the others. You just sit there. Up to you how they want to go. All right? And then the Lord come and take them. You can decide. So powerful, right? After you finish the race. Run the race. Yeah, our athlete here <laughs> can play table tennis at 80 years old. Yeah, your Psalms is Psalms 11. The Lord himself lift you up and he's your strength. Amen? Okay, so this is very important because we don't see this, we see everyone as alive. And we won't bother to go and save them. Okay? Only when we see that there's a spiritual condition, then we will go out. By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground. Okay. So God created man in his image, in his likeness. He blessed them. He created them male and female. Be fruitful, multiply and fill the earth. Subdue it. This is God's intention and have its vast resources. So there are resources coming into your life, right? In the beginning, you're thinking, where God? I only got this source. <laughs> but now God blow your mind. All right, to show you he can have other souls. Just continue, all right, looking to him in the service of God. And this word is very important. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and over every living creature. A dead person has no more control over himself or over anything around him. But a living person still has control physically. In the spirit, that is how God created Adam and Eve, man, to have dominion, rulership. But today we are spirit, soul, and body. That's, that's why the first restoration comes to our spirit. Your spirit, man, supposed to rule over? Ah, rule over the five senses, rule over the carnal mind that is against God. But if you don't know what is from God, what is of the world, then we don't even know what to rule. <laughs> okay? But if you know the truth, then you can know the lies. All right, so dominion has been restored by when we receive life. Today, why Jesus come and save you is now you, Elisha, the spirit man, Elisha, has dominion over sickness. Rule over sickness. Okay, show you what was intention. When we lost our rulership today, in this Garden of Eden, the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? If you do, if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. Yes, this is the fallen state, but this is God's intention for man. And today, he already gave us the ability to rule. So that time, but the intention of God is that we are to rule over all the fleshly desires, all the wrong things, rule, right? All the temper, because we are made new creation, right? So the new spirit can rule over it. That's why Romans 5, 17 says that what? By righteousness, by grace, through grace, you can now rule and reign in life. So we don't rule over your husband or your wife, right? Now I hear Madeline gently talk to the husband, Come and join us, right? So we don't rule over them, but we show them the love. But we rule over our temper. We rule over all those works of the flesh. We can now have the power to control. That is dominion. 
right? And then when you can you can control, rule over ourselves first, you can also rule over laws of nature. That's why words, when you are careful about words, you can tell the Joshua told the sun to stop, right? We can tell the rain to stop. You can, you know, begin to speak powerful words, supernatural realm. Understand? This is all inside you in the pay. Okay? Uh, not moving. No battery. Ah. No battery. Okay, can the fact is Christ the Messiah has been raised from the dead and he became the first fruits of those who fall asleep. A man, for since it was through a man that death came into the world, through a man the resurrection of the dead has come. Okay, so always remember this. In the spiritual realm, death came in through Adam. Death, that means all hope is lost, sin came in, sickness, disease, loss of dominion. Man is no more in charge of this earth. The earth is in charge of you. The world tells you what to do. The world tells you your situation. You read the news, oh, this is my situation. I might lose the job. Who says so? God is the one who tells you, right? Like Madeline, God's going to tell you. And then he tells the doctor <laughs> to tell you. Okay? So, when we go to him, right? So, there was death came in, but now Jesus gives us life. For just as the union of nature in Adam, all people die, so by virtue of the union of nature, all in Christ shall be made alive. So remember, it's a death of the spirit, all right, of not seeing the spiritual realm. Okay? But we are now today alive in Christ. Keep our yin open, our eyes, spiritual eyes open, our spiritual ears open. We now can access the spiritual realm. No more following the world. The world says what? Seek. Seek what? Seek money, seek happiness. That is the world, right? But now we say, Jesus said, seek the kingdom of God. So even when we tell someone, do you want happiness? And be a Christian, that's wrong. Can you understand? Yeah, because happiness can be temporary from this world. But he says, Jesus is permanent. That means it's all about Jesus. Jesus. But if Jesus, then you can have all these things. Jesus said, right? Seek first my kingdom and my righteousness. That's why you need the backbone. The righteousness, the sadiq. His righteousness to make us stand straight. And then we can stand straight, then we can have clarity. And then yesterday, the rash, the fire in the mind, the clearness, clarity in the mind. And then we can share properly the gospel that the world needs. The world needs what? Ah, <laughs> good thing Elijah said correctly. <laughs> the world needs Jesus until that becomes so truth, you know, so burning in us. Clear out all that because the world bombard you with all kinds of things. Right? You need health. Not, not that we don't need health. Right? We need money. Not that we don't need money. This is what Jesus said. You need the kingdom of God. Righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. His righteousness. Jesus. Basically, you need Jesus. And 
the, it's so subtle, the lie of the devil, just very close, right? What is abundant life? It comes from Jesus. Any life that comes from this world without Jesus is not abundant life. Yeah? So, you need to be clear. In Christ, then only are we made alive. Then we can see. Okay, the opening of prison refers to resurrection of every human, single human from the grave. First resurrection is our Lord Jesus to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. This is the second part. Okay, the acceptable year of the Lord, which is the razon. So just now we have the juror, which is the freedom, the liberty, all right, in Christ. And then the razon is the, this year is the year the favorable year of the Lord. Razon means favor, goodwill, acceptance, pleasure. Right? The year of favor. You know what's favor or not? Do you have favor with your dad? How is this favor demonstrated? How do you know you got favor with your dad? Oh, you want to know favor or not? You just ask your dad, give me 100. <laughs> then your dad give you. Then the other siblings will say, wow, you got favor. Huh? I asked 50 also, $5 also don't want to give. You ask 100 also give. That's favor, right? Okay, that means all of us have, this is a year of favor. We can ask God for anything. <laughs> that is what God is telling you, but his children are not even asking. <laughs> okay, because they think that God don't love them. God loves somebody else, right? Maybe if Pastor Deborah Stephanie asks, God will give her. But if I ask, won't give. Where God such thing, right? It's just that we don't realize that you are God's favorite child. Again, a reminder, right? And also, this is a year of special favor. Yeah, see, you see, Rachel knows that she has favor with mom and dad. Uh, and then also, at which time to ask? <laughs> okay? So she will ask a certain time, daddy will say, okay la. Mommy will say, okay la, I take you la to the shopping center. That's favor, isn't it? If no favor, if, uh, if, if you all have a lot of siblings, right? You will know which one is the favorite. <laughs> right? You ask all the parents, not, not to say they don't love you, right? But that's a tendency. If you've got many children, they will have maybe a bit of favorite. But if you know that you are the favorite, wow, make use of it, right? Yeah, be your favorite of mommy. Go and ask her, especially when she got a lot of money. Okay, go ask her. <laughs> right? Why you don't use your rights and privileges? Right now with daddy God, this is a year of favor. Healing take place this year. Don't wait for another year and then still no manifestation. Okay? This year before it ends, receive your healing. Right? Receive your blessing. Okay? This year has until September 2023. Our year is 5783, right? Start with September. Razon. It's a favor. Goodwill. Are you in God's goodwill? Yes. Anyone not? Uh, that means we still think of ourselves not worthy. Okay? So, no more. Say like the Apostle John, I am the disciple that Jesus loved. Don't just say it. Act upon it. Okay? The word favor is razon. Okay? It has the rash there. Jesus is your head. Right? He is your righteousness. And 
the final noon there. Okay, the life that you're going to have. The word life is kaim, which is the word life. Favor to delight and take pleasure. God takes pleasure in you, every one of you. For, for how long? Until you are a good girl and then you start doing bad? Forever. Okay, for a lifetime. That is favor. Okay, in 3 John uh, 1, verse 1 and 2, it is to Gaius from the church leader. I love you and we follow the truth. I pray all goes well for you. I hope you are strong in body as I know you are in spirit. It is God's will for us to be blessed, to be prosperous, both in our spirit, our body, physical. Yeah? God wants you healed or God wants you sick. Elisha, healed. And did he do something for you to be able to be healed? What did he do for you? Did God do something? He wants you healed. You believe that, right? Because God's word says, I want you to be healed. What did he do to make sure that you will be healed and you will be strong physically? What did, what did he do for you? What did he do for you? Ah, yes, but what did God do for you? How? No, he, what did he do? He had to initiate something so that you can receive your healing. What did he do for you? Your daughter wants to answer for, for your daddy. <laughs> what did God do for you? He sent Jesus to go die and take your punishment of sin and punishment of sickness. So that's the meaning of what Jesus did. So it's not what he... Huh? Yeah. So when he died on the cross, this is what he did for you. It's like the doctor already taken out that problem in your body. When Jesus... Because in God, there's no time. All right? In man, we are limited by time. So it's like 2,000 years ago. But what Jesus did 2,000 years ago avail for those before him and also for those after him. So we are after Jesus. But what he did is a once and for all eternal act whereby he took our sin, he took our sickness, he took our poverty. So that's what he did for you. Which means now you can come out from the prison. <laughs> you can go free already. He already did something for you. You understand? He already operated on you. Okay? Yeah, and he already took out the tumor or whatever it is, just like in the physical. So it was a something he was done in history, in time, that now we can legally receive the blessing, legally receive the healing. It's not that Jesus said, God said, I love you, all of you, I love you, Madeline, and then he stayed there. No, he sent Jesus to do something for us. All right, in exchange for what Jesus did, you can get your healing if you believe by faith. So it's done already. So actually, spiritually, done. It's just like you have gone to the doctor and then a doctor limited, right? They can only do up to a certain extent. Spiritually, Dr. Jesus, Jehovah Rapha, has already operated on you, taken out that sickness, whatever, fixed whatever problem in your body, and then he sent you out. <laughs> okay, sent you out to go and declare that Jesus has healed you. Amen? Mm. Okay, so back to Isaiah. Isaiah assured, there's a prophecy of Jesus, the Spirit of the Lord. So the branch will bear fruit, this is Jesus, 
and the spirit of the Lord rests upon him, spirit of wisdom, understanding, spirit of counsel, and might, spirit of knowledge, and fear of the Lord. So remember, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, Isaiah just now. What is this spirit? Spirit of wisdom. Okay, our Holy Spirit, spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, and might. And that's what I meditate every day. The spirit of the Lord is upon me, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of fear of the Lord, the spirit of knowledge and of might. Are you meditating it? That's why no wisdom. <laughs> okay, no understanding. Meditate. Speak to yourself. Yeah, the spirit of the Lord is on me. So when you go out to do deliverance, we go out share people. The spirit of the Lord is on me. Instead of go out, and say, oh, I don't know whether it can work or not. <laughs> there, your thoughts are not filled with God's thoughts. Yeah. So Madeline, at home, meditate on all those scriptures. Yeah, because God is going to use you mightily. Right? When you meditate, ponder a bit at each word. See how important is meditating because our mind will not retain. All right? If you just one time go. But you, you see this is important, keep on eating. You see, a vitamin C is very important. You all eat every day, right? <laughs> to what? Keep you from the virus or flu. So, it's, this is all vitamins and minerals for our spirit man. But you take it with the Holy Spirit understanding, you will be strong. Okay? Amen? Okay, yeah? next week I ask you what is the spirit of the Lord. <laughs> because you said amen already. Yeah? Okay, then I think this is the last one. The, the, the Lord's spirit, this is where Isaiah 61 and this is Luke where Jesus came. The Lord's Spirit has come to me because he has chosen me to tell the good news to the poor. Remember good news, huh? The Lord sent me, all right, to announce freedom, send you out or send you in. <laughs> freedom, they all, all right, from, for prisoners. Then they'll say, wait, I, I haven't do prison visitation yet. There are a lot of prisoners and I hope that you're no longer a prisoner. <laughs> okay, so... Why there is a need freedom for prisoners? Because all I, through Adam, all died. And the condition is like someone in a prison. No rights, no privileges. That is a prisoner, isn't it? Except for Najib. <laughs> okay, to give sight to the blind, all right? Spiritual, our work is a spiritual work to set people free on this earth, right? To see the realm of God, right? That's what we learned yesterday in the letter rash. To give sight to the blind, to free everyone who suffer, and to say this is the year the Lord has chosen. So this year of uh, Pei Gimel, for us here, we praise the Lord and thank Him for His goodness. It's a year of favor. It's a year of freedom. As we learn the Hebrew letters, our spiritual eyes are being more open, okay? that you will, everyone will be sent out to do all this, set the prisoners free. Okay, set ourselves free first <laughs> by meditation and confession of the word daily. Okay, slow down. Uh, Elisha do a lot of meditation and confession, but very fast one. <laughs> okay, so you need to slow down. Right? Slowly think of that word, what it means. If you're not sure, check out what it means. Right? Stay in one verse and then speak it out until... Ah, we can speak again that the Holy Spirit say, Holy Spirit, give me understanding of this word 
what it means by by your stripes I'm healed. Okay, just now explain a bit. Think about it again. Ah, Jesus already done it. Doctor or Jesus already operated. Your specialist already pick up whatever sickness, and then you can declare by his stripes I'm healed from what the word say, not from what the doctor say or medical science say. Ah, so you start speaking out from what the word of God say, not from what the doctor say. Oh, not saying the doctor bad, all right. But when you begin to to do that, you are already starting to speak out from the spiritual realm and creating a spiritual result from there that will manifest sooner or later into the physical realm. Okay. So the favorites of God, the favor, the year of favor, more blessing to come on Abigail, Amen. yes, on Elisha. Elijah, <laughs> Elijah, that Rebecca, <laughs> okay, Hannah, Rachel, Ruth, and Madeline. So boldly come into the throne of God and ask according to the will of God, for His favor is upon everyone here. All right, even in Zoom for Lydia, Lydia, you know, uh, yeah, we're going to go into ministry. We finish the last slide. Something the Lord put into my heart to do during the worship, all right? So for a favor of God, for Cheng Lan, Sarah, yeah? Live in the favor of God, okay? Live in the promises of God. Come out from the prison of darkness. Israel, Evelyn Go, and all your children. All right, let's uh, thank the Lord for his word, and we go into a time of ministry. <laughs>